If swipe is bad. Okay. So um, last time people said, well, someone said that we should have started the show off properly rather than the messy start. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I did too. Shall we just mess it up again? I don't know. I think we could start normal as it is now, I would say. <laughs> well, um, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tea Party Podcast Part 2. Sorry it's taken so long. Um, been very busy, as we're going to talk about. What well, I've been, I can't speak for Amir, obviously. No, nah, I've been doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's going to be more guests than just Amir as well. No, obviously, disrespect Amir, you know, obviously. But um, <laughs> I've got some really good people lined up for you guys. Yeah. Um, um, they're going to talk about the stories and everything. But today, uh, I thought... We'll just talk about some stuff that's been happening mm-hmm. and um, hopefully Amir can give some good advice and more advice. Well, speaking of which, people really liked the podcast from last time. They really yeah, enjoyed it. I know. Um, I got lots of good feedback myself, good. which was wicked. It was yeah. great to speak to people on the internets yeah, via SoundCloud, Twitter, email, all yeah, of yeah. that business. Um, and I just wanted to say before we carry on, thanks everyone for reaching out. What else was good though? So many people that I know bought the slight edge the book yeah i would i would love to know how everyone's experience was with it. yeah that's true because i read it and we had briefly discussed this off air where yeah. i was like it didn't really do anything for me yeah um i don't know i, I kind of got a couple of chapters in and i was like mm, it just i don't know but i guess if you take something from it yeah that's what's more important yeah of course because everyone of, yeah. everyone has a different experience yeah of course um so uh how do you want to start this what should we talk about um, I was, well, I was making our tea in the kitchen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and, um, I was, I was thinking about, um, what some of the stuff that we said we were going to talk about. Um, so I wanted to kick it off <clears throat> by talking about this stuff and it's actually to do with you. Okay. Um, you played a set this gone Saturday. Oh yeah. So this is two days ago. Yeah. yeah two days ago. Yeah. 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 You played a set at the boiler room. I did, and it's a it's very it's a very bittersweet feeling. I don't think I've mentioned this to you properly yet because we haven't discussed it. Obviously, like we said, but um, it's very bittersweet in the sense that um, it was the last thing to do on my DJ bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've done everything else I wanted to do. Yeah. I've DJed around the world, like not everywhere, but yeah. I've DJed in a lot of places. I've done like New York, uh, Marrakesh, Egypt, Dubai, Marbella, uh, all kinds of places, and um, record label. Yeah. We're doing okay. Yeah. Radio show. You know, uh, met up with a bunch of people that I never thought I would have met with. Um, I've done tours, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, the last thing to do was Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've done it now. So it's a really weird feeling because it's kind of like, I was like, right, I can chill now. I can just do whatever. I've done it all. But then my friend, um, he said, well, now this is where it gets exciting. Yeah. Because like, what are you going to do next? Yeah. You know, because there's always... And this is what I was going to talk to you about, like, as, uh, like uh, on a on a deeper level, was the fact that your goals are always shifting, right? Yeah, that's true. I think that's what it is. Um, because last year, I think this time, actually, funnily enough, um, I wrote a list of things I really wanted to accomplish mm. in the year, and I actually wrote, put them on Instagram. And I remember one of them was uh, to get recognised by Selection, mm. and that happened like I think two days before. I've written the list. So yeah. I thought that's amazing. That's happened. You know, like, and, and I can't remember the reasoning why back then, cause it wasn't if that I wanted to get picked up by them because I've always wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. But I think I just wanted to get recognized by someone that's obviously leading the scene. Yeah, I think that's course. what it was. Um, and yeah, then that happened and other things that I would just pipe dreams yeah. happened, you know, and it's, it's good. And I think you're right. Yeah. It's definitely, I guess we'd obviously say here, well, I think American says we're shifting the goalposts, I guess, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, 
So now, but the thing is now, it's weird because I don't know what I want to do next. Yeah. You know, like I don't have another challenge now. What, what is the next yeah, thing? Yeah, what's yeah. the next challenge? Because before I had like a list I was ticking off, you yeah. know. And now it's just like, well, what's next? I don't know what I want to do. You know, like I've done my own parties. Um, uh, yeah, Cam- Canvas Bar. Oh yeah, we done Canvas Bar, which is our first Future Beats event. We've actually got one was... hopefully happening in Miami soon. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm not flying out, unfortunately. Well, it's a Miami gonna... DJ. <laughs> are you doing it by LifeLink? <laughs> <laughs> no, some of our Miami DJs are going to do it. And I think um, one of our artists, another really good guy called Blanco, um, he's trying to organise something in New York. Yeah, because he's a New Yorker, right? So yeah, we're going to try to see what we can do with that. Sick. But yeah, all that kind of stuff's happened. And uh, now, uh, I guess the right word is bittersweet. Like, there's no way I can describe it. Where it's amazing I've done Boiler Room. And it's crazy because people are kind of saying, like, I stole the show. They're kind of saying, like, yo, mm. like, his set was the best and all this and that. And I don't think it was. I think it was cool. Like, I tried my hardest. I had fun. But it's weird that people are kind of turning around to me and saying, like, oh, yeah, your set was great. And people that, again, I look up to are kind of messaging me. Yeah. And, and hit me up, like, I've got a booking today out of it. Someone hit me yeah. up and said, yo, I want to book you for this event. Yeah. That I've actually been meaning to get into for a while yeah. and it's taken some of the border room for me to do it. But, yeah. um, but you know, it was crazy because even at the border room, um, when I was, uh, going there, uh, I actually had four sets planned right? because I know the DJs before me, they play similar music to me. Yeah. And the thing is, and I'm still dreading this is when the video goes up on YouTube, mm-hmm. the comments on YouTube <laughs> is what I'm scared of because I could have like the best set mm. and someone would turn around and be like, Oh, I hate his fucking face. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And I'd just be like, well, it's nothing to do with my music, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they'll do that. You know yeah. they say? Like I hate his hair or yeah. why is he wearing that jacket for? Well, there's always going to be haters and trolls in there. Well, yeah, I think that's what it is. And that's the one thing I was scared of. So I thought if musically the set bangs, then mm. at least that's something they can't say anything. So, um, depending on what the other DJs played, that's where my set was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I had four things planned. And luckily what was great is the first half of my set was basically artists on our own label. Yeah. So no one would have that music. So, yeah. And that had the best response. Yeah. And obviously little Sims coming through helped it, you know, the yeah. cherry on the top as well, exactly. which is nice kind of thing. Exactly. So, so yeah, it was cool, man. I was really nervous though going there. Um, so I want to talk to you about, I want to talk to you about something that you said, because, you know, me and you, we've grown up together yeah. basically. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of parties where we've been together and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, um, one of the things that I always used to think about you was, or I always used to say to you was the fact that you didn't really practice, did you? Yeah. And and because you only had one turntable. So I spoke about this briefly on my birthday show, which was last September, um, when I was getting interviewed by Yaz, um, and, um, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I guess I never understood people who sat at home, especially DJs, mm. and practiced a set to do mm-hmm. it in a club because mm-hmm. you're never going to know what kind of crowd it is. Yeah, so exactly. if you, you know, like, you're not going to go there and then do something and the crowd looks at you like, what is this guy doing? And mm. you're thinking, shit, I've got like another hour of this stuff. <clears throat> so for me, my whole style's always been very spontaneous yeah. and very, just go then read the crowd and yeah. do it. And I think this is the problem I see with a lot of producer DJs at yeah. the moment. Um, is it, is it, is, there's two things to this though. So one of them obviously is a lot of producer DJs learn how to mix. Mm-hmm. They come along and do the set, but then if you look at the crowd, everyone just stands and stares. Yeah. They don't have that energy. Yeah. But then again, I guess at the same time, not all producer DJs like this, there's loads of really good producer DJs that kill it obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a lot of producer DJs that people come out to hear their music loud, like yeah. someone like Lido or Cash yeah. Cat, you know, yeah. so they can play their stuff yeah. and people will go crazy. But I, I've always really been like everything's been spontaneous, mm. even to my, the show to a degree. Like mm-hmm. when I pre-record the show, sorry, when I uh, work on the show, I have music set 
but I never decide what order I'm going to play it in or anything. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I yeah. like that kind of, to see how the, the show's going, you know. Absolutely. And I've always been really adamant with that. And maybe that comes down to things like only having one turntable for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and not being able to fully practice. Like I used yeah. to go to the club. Um, like if I started to set at 10, I'd go to the club at nine mm-hmm. and I'd sit there and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes when I never had turntables, that would be the first time I'd hear music. Yeah. So I'd only hear it in the shop yeah. and then at the club. And maybe yeah. that's defined my style yeah. to a degree, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about what I would say about your DJing is that you are practically someone, because I saw this happen firsthand. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. when when you were coming up, yeah, you used to go out, go to wherever, go to Soho, buy your records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't have a player or you didn't have time to play the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you'd be doing in your head on the way to the club. Oh yeah. I was you'd be going, oh, I'm going to mix this with this and yeah. I'm going to mix this with this. Yeah, and even if you didn't end up doing that, you did something for the first, but basically you put the record on the plate for the first time. Yeah. And no, it would be the second time after the shop or sometimes, exactly. yeah. Or sometimes I'd hear it at the shop and then they'd give me like a fresh copy, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'd open it and play it in a club. And you always used to read the crowd as well. I think that's very important. I think reading the crowd is one of the main things. And if you watch my boiler room set, mm-hmm. That's what I did, I think, pretty well. Yeah. But then this is the other thing as well. What I love is, like I said, the first half of my set was practically unheard music. Yeah. Or remixes from people that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. You know, so like I said, the track I started with, admittedly, yes, it was a Kanye West track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the remix was one of our artists. And then yeah. the, I played Neo Closer. Yeah. And it was yeah. a remix, again, by one of our yeah. artists, a guy called No TV, No Radio. Yeah. It was amazing. But... Every time I play it, I just saw all these little hood guys and yeah. girls just like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. As soon as it dropped, everyone went crazy. And then I had the whole club singing. Even you said to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously well, I wasn't there, but I, yeah, I watched the, the feed stream. today yeah. and um, I even texted you and I was like, why are you playing Neo? Why are you dropping Neo? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but obviously, we, I mean, we appreciate that song. Yeah. 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 But, you know, like to the average person who's used to hearing 808s and like all this stuff, like basically you're putting Neo on and pop artists. Shout out to Neo, by the way. Shout out to Neo, yeah. <laughs> um, and like in in the middle of this like quite rowdy set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and But but, that, but that's the thing. Like if anything, I, I knew that was going to drop because yeah. it's such a sick drop in that remix yeah. anyway. But again, this is something that I always say where do something different in yeah. um, your sets to stand out. and. Yeah. What I love is so many people said to me, I really wanted to come and talk to you, but you look like you're having so much fun and they don't want to bother you. Yeah. Because I, when I see people in boiler room, a lot of them just stare at the laptop yeah, screen. Like, like if yeah. you look on the screen, if you ever watch it back, the, the stream, my laptop's so far to the left, left yeah. that I I look at the crowd. I have, I've yeah. done it so I could see the crowd and interact yeah. with them. Yeah. And half the time, you can see me looking into the camera yeah. and um, I'm smiling yeah. into the camera. Yeah, I'm cheesing. Yeah, yeah. And I think because I was having fun, I thought I'm going to have fun. Like this is the boiler room, man. Yeah, like it's course. such a big deal. Of course. Um, and I've, you know, the guys that have done boiler room beforehand, I'm now part of that list. Well, this is what I was going to say to you as well. The fact that, you know, you, you introduced me to the boiler room, yeah. right? Because obviously you're much more up on DJ culture than I am. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, naturally yeah. you're a yeah, DJ yeah. and I'm not. Um, but, um, you introduced me to the boiler room and, and I remember early on you saying, oh, I'd be, it'd be sick if I could get a boiler room set yeah. and all of this kind of stuff. But it's kind of like you said it and in your mind, you'd already kind of stamped that you were going to do a boiler room set. No, you see, I don't know. I don't think I did. Didn't you? No, I don't think I did. It's weird because I, I, I've seen a lot of people online who always say, put things out in the universe and mm. it will happen. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I get that mentality mm-hmm. and because sometimes when you talk about something, because like, th- this is what I find with the show. There's a lot of people who I want to guest mix on the show. Yeah. But I'm like, why haven't they said to me, can we do a guest mix? Yeah. And they're thinking, why hasn't Complexion oh, asked us? Yeah. So sometimes you just like, especially recently, <clears throat> I've really just asking people, you know, even for um, DJ work, normally yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to reach out to promote, but I'm just like, well, hey dude, how's it going? I'm a yeah. fan of what you do can we work together sometimes? Yeah. And then sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. But then I guess that's that mentality where you put something out in the universe. Yeah. It will happen. But with the boiler room thing, a lot of, this is weird. A lot of people have always said to me, like you come across very confident, very mm. like this and that, you know what you want, very sure yourself. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like, I couldn't be further from that. Like I'm extremely shy when it comes to things like that. You know, I don't like upsetting people. I don't like kind of um, putting people out, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I hate that kind of thing. Like, if, for example, if I want to work with someone, they want to work with me. I don't like it when they feel awkward. They have to make excuses. So yeah. I like don't like asking. Yeah. So I've, I've always been very reserved. So like that. saving face. Yeah. I've always been yeah. very reserved like yeah. that, you know. Um, and yeah. And this whole boiler room thing, it just came about because I DJed for a guy called uh, DJ Motive. He threw, uh, he does some really dope parties in London called License to Trill. Cool. And uh, I think he heard the show um, and he's like, yeah, I want to get this guy on. And they liked what I did there. They called me back to another event they did where they did it with a, a girl called Lily Mercer who's got a magazine called Viper Mag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's of on course. Rinse FM as well. Right, right, right. And then yeah. from there, um, I just got an email a few days ago and they were like, um, in the head, it was basically the, the subject, sorry, the email was just like, yo, um, complexion, it was motive. And he was just like, um, I need your number. Yeah. Quick. I, you know, and he's talking about something and the subject just said boiler room X ASAP. <laughs> so I thought, oh, maybe he wants something on the show. Yeah. Maybe he wants tickets or yeah. maybe give me tickets or something. Yeah. Maybe he wants me to invite me down because Theo is like a mad cool guy. So I thought, yeah. yeah, maybe something like that. But then even then, I never thought he wants me in the boiler room. Yeah. And then when I, um, he put us in a group chat with another guy called Skinny who had heard me at the Viper Mag launch. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. did that about two or three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, that's maybe? right. Yeah. And then um, he was like, yeah, I want you to come play. And I was just like, oh my God, this is incredible. But the thing is, until I saw, as, as far as I was away, it was confirmed because Skinny basically does the boiler room sets in London. Right, right. And this is the main guy telling me, yeah. you're like, yo, you're doing it. Yeah. But even then, until I saw the flyer, yeah. I didn't yeah, want to announce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought I'm I like remember. such a dickhead. I remember you, because you text me. Yeah. And you said, oh, it might be that I'm doing the boiler room. Yeah, yeah. Even like, then to you, yeah. I said, even though he had said you're doing it, yeah. I still said to you, yeah. like one of my best friends, I might be doing it. That's how I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I've always kind of really much been like that and I'm trying to change up that kind of attitude because I know you should, like, I'm confident in what I do, you know, like, of course, but... Well, yeah, I mean, like, th- there's no reason for you not to be. And and you did look very confident. Oh no, because I was having fun. Like, yeah. up until then I was so nervous. Yeah, but then yeah. th- again, like, as soon as it got closer to my set, yeah. I thought, right, you know what? I've got nothing to worry about because the music I've got none of these guys have got because it's from my own freaking label. Correct. You know, or it's, it's my friends that have done yeah. remixes yeah. that have given it to me. Like, you know, um, like even in the set, you can see it. There's one point, point where I turn around and I reach out to my friend, DJ Cable, who mm. gave me two remixes to play. Oh, right. And I uh, mouth at the camera is Cable, DJ Cable. Because, you know, what I, one thing I love now about life is that when I go to my iTunes, like 8% of my iTunes tracks are my friends yeah. or people that are on the label, people yeah. that I actually know. Yeah. And that's such a great feeling. So yeah, when my friend, when I play my friend's music yeah. and it rings off, yeah. it's such a great feeling. Yeah, you know, like nothing course. beats that. Of course. Um, so yeah, so um, going back to like, it, it was just like, I've always really much been like that kind of person where mm-hmm. I don't like um, showing off or bragging or mm-hmm. nothing like that. And Yaz is always telling me, you know, if you don't know Yaz, Yaz Beats is my business partner at FBR. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's always saying like, yo, no, you've got to be this, you've got to be that. But it's just not in me to be like yeah. that, you know? And this is why it's good to have someone like Yaz around. Yeah. And this is something I know you briefly mentioned. Yeah. You were talk about. And we're going to, we're going to pick that we're, up. We're, we're, we're yeah. going to pick that up. I want to speak to you, but firstly about what, though what was the experience like at the boiler room oh like I said it was amazing like you know when you walk in like it's just a massive warehouse like I've I've, <laughs> yeah. I've done like pit parties like that. we actually played the venue before yeah. but it's just crazy when you go there and you see all these kids and like you know everyone's just there to have fun yeah of course like, no one's wearing like shoes or suits no. or nothing everyone's yeah. there and like just clothes they know they're gonna mess up yeah. they want to have fun yeah. and it was funny because I got to the door it was with a couple of my friends and um, they were like yeah you're not on the list <laughs> and I was just like, uh, maybe it's my real name. I gave him my real name, which is Zam, and I said, yeah, maybe it's Zam. The note's not on here. Um, I said, complexion. Um, and uh, girl was like, nah, you know, it's not on here. Wow. And then obviously it was a queue, so I had gone round the queue. Yeah. The line, sorry, to speak to her. And she was like, well, can you just stand to the side, please, if you're not on the list? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that treatment. It, yeah, I think, as, am I not on the list? Like, I thought, am I not playing? Like, what's going on? Hold on, hold on. You can't take this away from me now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, I've got no way to show that I'm complexion and what can I yeah. do? So then I rang up um, Skinny, who was the guy organizer. He came out and got me in, so it was fine. It was, that yeah. was totally cool. Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing was amazing. You walk in and like, it was just great hearing good music on loudspeakers. Yes. And then obviously, the thing I always find very weird was people recognizing me. Yeah. And saying, yo, you're complexion, aren't you, yeah. man? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I might be today. And then, yeah, they, I mean, it's cool. And like, people are like, can we take a picture or whatever? I'm like, no, nah, let me take a picture with you. Yeah. Let me, you know, let me talk to you. Yeah. And it was cool. Um, and then the only other thing I don't like, though, about these kind of events is, as we both know, most of the networking goes on in the smoking area. Yeah. Now, the problem is I don't smoke. You don't smoke, yeah. So I had to be there with all these people smoking away. Yeah, but I got, yeah. to, got to smoke to loads of really good people. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to Nate, to Motive, to CWD. Um, Cable uh, Khalil from Living Proof mm -hmm. these guys uh, they're all really cool people and that's what I love um, about DJs because online you don't know what DJs actually like because yeah. they're, they're showing like a certain side of them yeah. there's one DJ CWD big fan of him for ages first time I actually spoke to him and then we follow each other on Twitter and then he messages me like, yo, by the way, add me on PS4. Um, you know, I'm not playing Destiny right now because it took over my life, but we'll play sometime. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, dude, it's the same with me. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, oh my God, there's another guy who I could play Destiny with who yeah. I don't know about. So, but that was cool. Yeah, but the experience, it was amazing. The man getting on um, and just uh, like even Skinny, who was kind of on the mic at the night, he wasn't emceeing, but even him kind of jumping on during my set saying, yo, rewind that. Yeah. This and that. And actually getting hype. It was such a great feeling. And like yeah. I said afterwards, I've had people say to me like, yo, yours was the best set of the night or yeah. they've said like, you know, your set was crazy. How come I never yeah. heard of you before? Yeah. And that was such a great feeling because yeah. a lot of people didn't know, because even on the show, people don't know I can actually DJ. Yeah, right. And exactly. if people were like, oh, you, I don't know, you could scratch. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that was even the best of my scratching. If you yeah. look at the set, the first thing I do, I actually mess up yeah. um, because I was still getting accustomed to everything. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, afterwards, like uh, when I got into it, it was just so much fun. Like I said, with Sims coming through, it yeah. was just a nice little touch because obviously I toured with her last year. Yeah, exactly. And that was just nice kind of With her and Schoolboy Q. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was kind of fun, you know, but then, um, but yeah, it was amazing. And then um, if you watched the video back, there was some guy in a white hat behind oh, me. Oh, mate, I wanted to talk to you about this. Yeah, that's what you said. Because yes. I watched the stream earlier today yeah. and I was watching it with my girlfriend, uh, Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. And um, we were we were here and we were saying at the beginning of the stream, <laughs> yeah. or at the beginning of your set, should I say, this guy's, honestly, he's screw-facing you so hard. Yeah. He's like, who is this dude? What is this rubbish? He's, why is he dropping Neo? Blah, 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 blah. And then when you kind of switched it up, when you basically changed gears, yeah. 
like and it started to get hype. Yeah, he was losing. This guy, shit, wasn't this he? guy was acting like he was all of BBK, all in one man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> With his red stripe can. Shout out to that dude, man. But the only that did you see the Chinese kid on the right of me? Yes, I did with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was mad. Cool. He actually follows me on Twitter now, right? He's he was mad. He came up to me after and spoke to me. And I'd love when people like are kind of having fun. Like yeah. it's too. I want to say South American, but I might be wrong. These two girls that left him, who kept t- taking pictures and filming, they were really getting to the set. Right. And then um, this guy just jumped up onto the stage. It wasn't a stage, it was like a little platform. Yeah. And he was going crazy. But the problem was when he was jumping around, everything was shaking. Yeah, yeah. I saw you had to save your so, laptop a yeah, couple of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the thing is the thing, people got so turned that the camera fell. Yeah, as well, I, I did times. see that as well. Yeah. So you, all you saw was the back of the mixer. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to turn around and say to him, your dude, like, it's, I'm glad you're having fun, but, but do you mind just stepping yeah. off because. <laughs> Um, you know, you're shaking everything. Because, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, chill, have fun. But just, just be careful. Yeah. It was crazy because all these people there. There was um a girl called Rachel Fox who I really want to work. She's an amazing singer. All right, okay. um, so check her out if you haven't heard of her. Well, um, I really want to work with her. I mean, we've been speaking for a while online, but yeah. she was there, yeah. and she was like, yeah, I was to the right of you. So why don't you come say hello? She goes, because you were having too much fun. I don't yeah. want to bother you. But to me, it's like I'd rather meet people than do that yeah, kind of thing. You of know. Course. But yeah, the whole experience was amazing, man. And like, obviously, ASAP were there. Mm-hmm. So I got to play with some great DJs like CWD, Khalil. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, motive. Um. All these guys, and then not only that, your D double Skepta. Yeah, of course. Ty, uh, Temper T all turned up. Yeah, Because yeah. it's East London, isn't it? Yeah, you know? of course. Man. And what I love as well is I'm not even a grime DJ. I just kind of play some of the more obvious tracks, but yeah. people just like just having such a great time. Yeah, playing that music, and it was such a great crowd, and I met some really cool people outside. So it was nice being there, man. Like it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, great experience. And if you ever get the chance to do Water Room, I highly recommend it. The thing is, is sometimes I think. I'd prefer to do more of a chill boiler room as well mm. because I'd get to play more of the stuff I play on the show. Yeah, correct. But I like that this got to showcase my other side. I'm not yeah. new to this stuff. Yeah, I've been yeah, doing yeah. this kind of stuff yeah, for years, man. I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got to showcase that I can rock the crowd in a different way, not just, it's not all about the chill stuff when it comes to future. Yeah, yeah. As people are going to find out when FBR comes back on air, which is this Sunday. So there you go, man. So we've had a break. Obviously, we've had a break for about four weeks. Got it, got it all to look forward yeah, to. Yeah, so we've been rebranding things slowly. Um, it's going to move over to. Future Beats Records SoundCloud. So okay. my SoundCloud page, the complexion one is going to be more, the stuff that I'm kind of playing now, which is like the grime stuff, the hip hop mm-hmm. stuff, the future stuff. Um, and yeah, we, like we said, we rebranded the artwork. Um, the show is going to be a little bit different, but same. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back. I've been working hard. Are you keeping uh, Planet X? Yeah, Planet X is going to be shortened now though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be cool because we've got th- some other th- ideas. I mean, basically what we want to do is uh, we take this seriously. You know, like okay. we really yeah, want to take it seriously and uh as much as I've kind of toyed with the idea of kind of stopping everything DJing and stuff, I don't think I could. Like as mm-hmm. much as I, I say I want to, um, I, I I think music is inside me in terms of that. And it's yeah. like a mad cliche, but... Uh, well, uh, you know, the thing about that is, let me just interject quickly. Because they say that, you know, certain careers, people choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for music, it's kind of the other way around. Yeah, I think so. Do you know well, what I mean, I mean it I, chooses you. Well, I read something today, funnily enough, which was uh, someone said, um, as a musician, I'm a dreamer. Yeah. And you just have to accept it. That's how I am. And, exactly. and I guess that's what it is sometimes. Exactly. We, we do dream about things and people that aren't into music might not understand I that. Tend, they tend not to understand yeah, it. And I think but that's they tend is. to respect you though. Yeah, I think I think so. I like yeah. to think. But um, so yeah, so now that all this is kind of coming into place now, it's kind of given me this energy again to refocus and do more. But I think... I don't know. I think what it is for me is I don't like the ups and downs music brings, mm-hmm. you know, but I know some people have been doing it for ages and it never pops off until you know when, yeah. but like now things couldn't be better right now. Like mm-hmm. the, the planets have 
aligned so much in the last couple yeah. of months for me, like mm-hmm. so much, you know, like the people I'm talking to at the moment, yeah. like obviously people will find out as the more yeah. next couple of weeks and stuff. Again, how was it the boiler room stuff? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about it <laughs> until it's, it's actually the ink's dry, yeah, of you course, know, on paper. Of course. But yeah, it's been amazing. And like, like I said, people that I really look up to are kind mm-hmm. of coming up to me like, oh my God, your complexion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you're like so-and-so, you're like, yeah, what do you exactly. mean? Kind of thing. Um, and yeah, man, so it's exciting. So I think, uh, with the work balance thing, it's, I've always flirted with the idea of stopping because sometimes I, I think the regular paycheck is enticing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way to describe yeah. it. And I know so many great musicians mm-hmm. uh, and artists like, for example, Ibrahim, Ibsa Fresh. Yeah. He's kind of cut down the music it's, to focus on a regular job and yeah. I respect it, but it's yeah. a shame because he's so good. Yeah. And, but the thing I don't like is when people always say to me, oh, but you're so close, you're so good, you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know my daily struggle. Mm. You don't know, like, yeah, exactly. there isn't a struggle struggle, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. the worries, should I say? Yeah, of you, course, don't, you don't know course. my daily stress. Of course, I mean, after all, you're a human being. Yeah, and, and people don't have to live in, in a world that is con- <laughs> kind of constructed for not, 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 to not be advantageous to someone who wants a career like you do. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, of course. Saying? Yeah, no, I understand. I think that's what it is. But then now, like I said, going back to where we originally started, or sorry, when we, uh, said when we started this conversation, it's very bittersweet doing the room because yeah. now it is like, well, what do I do now? Yeah, exactly. And then my friend Cable turned around and said, well, what about the do-over? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, oh God, man, like that's going to be yeah. even harder because yeah, that's yeah. like, that has people like Craze and Jazzy Jeff Jazzy and those Jeff, guys, yeah, you know. Exactly. But then I'm thinking, you know, if you told me a year ago I'd be doing, be boiler, doing the boiler room with yeah. ASAP, yeah. yeah, you know, I would have been like, "Yo, whatever, man." Like, yeah. you know, yeah. nah, ain't gonna happen. So, yeah. you never know. Exactly. You know, so that might have pushed me to do other things, man. Exactly. So, so yeah, so yeah, that was boiler room basically, man. So it was fun. Yeah, you know, we ended up staying there until very, very late, went right into the end. Um, got a falafel on the way home. Yeah, from was, from where? Some pla- uh, some place in Shepherd's Bush, man. A place called Woody Grill. Oh, Woody's Grill. Yeah, it was dope, yeah, man. I do, do like Woody's Grill, The chilli sauce is dope with the garlic. I do like Woody's Grill. Man, it's amazing. I do like Woody's Grill. Um, so you yeah, had a nice falafel there. Good, good. And, um, I treated myself to a Coke Zero because, you know, I don't drink fizzy drinks anymore. Exactly. So good it was man. nice. Good yeah, man. it was good, good. man. Sat in the car, had a nice falafel, chill with my friends, um, just buzzing. Like even now, like it's only three days later. Yeah. And I'm still kind of buzzing off it when I yeah, see. Yeah, because you're, you're still getting a lot of reception from yeah, it. Yeah, like it's been obviously crazy. It's on, it's on loop on YouTube, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so for the next couple of days, when this podcast goes out, it's yeah. on loop. And then yeah. I think after that, they're either going to put the whole concert up, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping they'll put it up individual videos. Yeah. Because the other guys had great sets as well. Like another yeah. guy, Snips, who had a great set. Yeah. Um, CWD and Motive had great sets as mm-hmm. well. You know, like it was it was dope, man. Overall, yeah. the whole thing was amazing. Um, and yeah, so it's oh, but what's actually going back to something I wanted to say before? What was crazy? I was having a chat with uh, Motive outside, mm-hmm. and he kind of mentioned to me that when all this came about, um, they were organizing it, and uh, Motive got asked like, more well, Motive asked like, who else do you have on mm-hmm. the list? And he was thinking like, who else can I maybe bring into this? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, and my name was already on the list. Wow, which is crazy, you know. Like, wow. the, and and that to me was just like, man, because I thought Motive brought me in. Yeah, because I messaged him, said, "Bro, thank you so much." But she goes, "Nah, man, like they already that knew was, about you." Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm thinking, yeah. "Yo, that's that's sick." You know, like it's it's such a great thing to be able to say you after in a boiler room. Like even now, yeah. Like I remember with my friends, I was sitting there last like a year and a half ago, and I played them a boiler room of a guy called Crystal Clear, who's just mm-hmm. like his Irish house producer mm. great set like he played some amazing house music um, and they were just saying yo man when you get when can you get in the boiler room people always say mm. yo when are you going to get in the boiler room and even now like it's so weird and even when I watch the video back on the stream yeah. it's crazy seeing that man like yeah. you know so I guess what I'm basically saying is man if people 
or you know, because a lot of people who say tweet me and message me on SoundCloud, they was kind of like, we want to make it to this or that. And mm. I guess the first thing I said when I put the flyer up was just keep your head down, work hard. Yeah. Everything else will come into play. Because th- what this shows you is you don't know who's listening to your stuff mm-hmm. ever. You don't ever know because. Mm-hmm. Th- this booking, well, Boiler Room, I got because I did that Viper Mag party, mm-hmm. but it wasn't because of Viper Mag, because the Boiler Room guy was there. Yeah. And he heard me. Yeah, he was literally in the club yeah, at the time. Yeah, so you never know who's hearing your stuff, man. So, um, but again, it goes into something else I want to say. Like, for the last couple of weeks, especially, I've been getting loads of tweets from people kind of like, yo, Complexion, thanks, you made my career. Mm. Like, you, it's because of you we've got these fans. And I'm always like, it's not me, man, because the music is yours. Yeah, of You've course. always, that's the music, you've made that music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good. All I've done is to probably sped up the process of people hearing you a mm-hmm. little bit, but people yeah. would have heard you. Yeah. So don't ever thank me for that, man. Like, you know, I thank you for making good music yeah. that I have something to play on my show. Exactly. But yeah, no, it's crazy, man, how things are kind of going, you know, like, cause some of these guys look up to me in that respect and I'm looking up to other people, Yeah. Of you know, course. so they don't understand like, of course. I'm just, I'm just, I'm as hungry as those guys, man. You know? Yeah, of course. I think um, you got, you got to stay hungry in a game like music as well. Yeah, I think so. I think so, man. Like it's, um, I guess persistence is the right word mm-hmm. um, because I could like going back to our last podcast, you know, like even when people say to me, what's the podcast about? I go, well, basically a friend of mine was a cleaner <clears throat> nine months later. He won a freaking Grammy. Yeah. You basically. Know? And this is his journey. <laughs> you know, this is his journey with the yeah, nine months. Essentially. Kind of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. So um, yeah, again, like I said, like, sorry, I had just been in days for a second. It's, it's, the, it's the word I keep saying is bittersweet. Like, mm. I don't know what's next now. Like I'm sit- sitting here kind of thinking, right. What's next on my agenda? What's next on my list? What am I going to do? Well, I'm um, I'm sure there's plenty more things to do. Yeah, there's projects. There's always projects and stuff, man. Like you know, again, I wanted to work with you and yeah. Rebecca for a while. We've been yeah. saying this for us. Yeah. Hopefully, going to happen. Yeah. Um. There's you know, like I said, Rachel Fox. I want to work with. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a couple of other guys who, based in the UK, really want to work with. Mm-hmm. Um. I wouldn't mind going to New York and doing, some, or even America, and doing a few more things like mm-hmm. this. And I'm hoping the boiler room will open things up. That if you get a complexion, complexion will fuck up your party <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah, of you know course, what I mean. Of like course. I'm hoping people can see that. Yeah, of course. Um. So yeah, man. So yeah, that was boiler room basically, man. So it was a great experience. Like if you ever get a chance to do it or just attend one, even yeah. attend one, man. Of like course. it's so, it's so good to do it, you know? Of so course. it's nice to be in that kind of elite, so to speak now. Like I've got that next to my name, you know? Yeah, like, then, like, cause I've been working on my press kit and it, even when I was writing things down to put in my press kit, I was thinking like, man, you know, like I've DJed for D-Double, I've worked with Serato, yeah, yeah. you know, um, Radio One, One Extra, BBC Asian Network, Rinse, mm-hmm. you know, Plastician knows who I am. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know, people like Troy Boy, he knows who I am. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just unbelievable, man, because I've, I see people work so hard and they're only big in the city and that's it, or even if that. And then like, when I th- take a step back and think what I've accomplished in the last year, and this is just a year, man, I've been doing this. Well, this is, I always say this to people as well. Like when they look at my credentials or whatever, the kind of people that I've worked with and stuff, yeah, we, yeah. Went, we went over in the last podcast or whatever, but they're, always like oh my god you worked with so and so yeah it kind yeah. of almost hits me at that time when yeah. they say it this is what i mean because even now when i'm saying it i don't sound like a complete douchebag or like no. a dickhead that i'm kind of like oh yeah, da, da, yeah, da. yeah but yeah. it's you're right no. you, you don't think of it but it's important to do it as well it is because yeah. you should take a step back and you should go you know what i've done all of this stuff that means yeah. that means i am someone yeah and yeah, that means i am <clears throat> essentially excuse me worth you know the accolades that I have received. Yeah, no, of course. Um, sometimes 
it's good to motivate yourself like that because yeah. I, I don't use what I've done in the past to motivate me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, like, take a step back and think, wow, this is what I've done because I feel like I can always do more. Yeah. There's and, always more to do. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between looking back reflectively. Yeah. And at your accomplishments. Yeah. And um, versus massaging your ego. Yeah. I think that's, I think you're right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, and the differentiation between that is like literally, you know, I'm looking at this as I've done this and I'm going to do, that means I can probably do, you know, whatever else you want to do. Yeah. 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 You know, complete, but that's again, like I said, you know, sometimes it's just about putting <clears throat> things out there. Yeah. You know, um, never shy away from that. Of course. Um, because you, A, you don't know who's listening and who's watching. Of course. Because, you know, like I said, perfect example, man. I, there's so many people I want, I don't want to reach out for interviews and guest mixes. And I've always been like, man, they're never going to do it. Yeah. And they're probably thinking, why is Zingaplex reaching out to us? Like, why had you not called us already? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, always, yeah. I, I guess don't ever discount <clears throat> what you've done. And sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, yo, this is what I've accomplished. I would absolutely agree with that 100%. Yeah, you have and, to, man. And you know, like, I think, I think for me personally, early on when, you know, I kind of stopped and looked at stuff, I kind of went, oh yeah, that's all good and whatever, but I haven't worked with X or I haven't worked with Y and blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Uh, and yeah. that, you kind of need to use that part of it. You kind of need to not beat yourself up. Yeah, because there's things like selection coming to the UK soon. And <clears> I was kind of like, oh man, I'd love to play for them. Like, how? Yeah. Wh why haven't they reached out and stuff? But mm -hmm. I get, you know, like, of course, they've got their people to look after, mm -hmm. but I was really hung up on that. Like, mm -hmm. why you know, are they back? But then I thought, well, look, I'm doing my thing as well. Exactly. You know, like, I'm doing my thing and we're trying to build something as mm -hmm. well. Um, let me focus on that. Don't get hung up on things like that. Yeah, you know? and, 100%. And as that progressed, you know, the label just started blossoming. Yeah. Again, there's so many people that when I say, can we do a release with you? They're like, oh my God, I've always wanted to do a release with you. I've always wanted to work with you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's dope. And let's, do, let's make something happen. Yeah. Because you don't know what other people are thinking. I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. And, you know, if I think, like I said, again, it's that differentiation between massaging your ego and actually just looking reflectively and, you know, in a way, practically at what you've done. Yeah. Because like, if you are basically shitting on yourself and you've done amazing things, yeah, then you are on a downward slope. See, what I say to people is if you're not thinking of yourself highly, then why would anyone else? That's correct, man. Absolutely you know, like, right. Don't go around being a dick and kind of have your ego. Like exactly. you said, yeah, don't be like that. But I mean, don't discount what you have done. Exactly. Like, um, you have to be confident because if you're not, then no one else is going to believe you. Like, you yeah. have to be your own biggest fan in that respect. 100%. You? Yeah, yeah. You have to be. Um, but like you said, there's ways of doing it. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's definitely ways of doing it. People might be thinking, what kind of ways are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what people are going to probably ask. Um, if you want to know what they are, then I guess maybe that's what part three can be about. Yeah, exactly. Um, it probably can be, to be honest. But going back to what you said before we started this podcast, you mm. wanted to talk about something. You to yeah, say. I mean, like it picks up on kind of like what we were saying today as well. Um, just even just talking to you about, about the uh, boiler room set and stuff like that. Um, well, whilst I was making our tea, um, down in the studio kitchen. Oh yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I was. Uh, it is in the studio kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about um, what to talk about. Yeah. Because you did say to me, "Is there anything in particular you want to talk about?" I was like, "No, we'll talk about you, and then we'll freestyle or whatever." Yeah, yeah. But then I did come up with something, and I was thinking about the importance of uh, not being a dickhead. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you remember we always used to say <laughs> to each other? 
when you know when we were young or when we were coming up and whatnot, we used to say, "Don't be a dickhead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, bro, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> like that—that that was like part of our vernacular, yeah, like yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah, like I, you'd call me up, I'd be like, "Yeah," you know, he, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm on my, I'm going to this club tonight to play." I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool. Come and get me at this time." And you'd be like, "No, but I have to be there at this time." And then I'd be like, "Yeah, but I have to have a shower and eat and blah blah blah." And then you go, "Don't be a dickhead." Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're talking about that kind of thing, but not in a, such a friendly fashion. Um, so, you know, you were mentioning, um, I'm going to let you take uh, a bit of a lead on this and then I'll, I'll chime in with my experience. How important is it not to be a dickhead? See, this is the thing. <laughs> no, 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 because you, it's very, very important. However, some of the guys that are doing very well are complete dickheads. Yes. So how do you find this balance? Yeah. Hang on. Do you know what? I just thought we can maybe call the podcast Don't Be a Dickhead. We should call it that. But the thing is, do you think it will get away that on iTunes and SoundCloud? Well, maybe if we did the little stars. Exclamation mark or yeah. something, isn't it? Okay, yeah. that's it. So this It's is already be... got the parental advisory thing, hasn't that's it? That's true. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So this one's going to be called Don't oh, Be man. a Dickhead. I've always wanted one of my releases to have that sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't want to like cuss other DJs that I know or anything because no, I'm not no, about that life not. I mean we're not going to mention anything no 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 but there's people that I know that are complete dickheads mm -hmm. doing this and they get really far because they believe in themselves they still have mm -hmm. the belief that you know what like we just said they know that they're worth a certain something or yeah. they're what, you know whatever they are so they're like I'm, I don't care I'm not going to let anyone stop me from mm -hmm. what I do and that can be misconstrued as being a dickhead because mm -hmm. an example like we were talking about someone earlier when I was kind of saying how I'm the kind of person that knocks on a door mm -hmm. and I'll wait. I'm mm -hmm. that kind of person. You know, mm -hmm. I'll knock, wait politely, knock again, wait mm -hmm. politely. And then I'll leave a note and I'll walk away. Mm -hmm. This other person we're talking about, he's the kind of guy that kicks down doors mm -hmm. and he can come across like a dickhead. Mm -hmm. However, he gets shit done. Yeah, of course. You know. Of course. Because he believes in his product and himself. Mm -hmm. So of course he's going to be like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess what you're asking is, is there, do you think is a balance or do you think? Well, <laughs> Like the reason that I brought it up really was not because anyone's been a dickhead or that I've been a dickhead, but um, there is in, as in everything, there's a hierarchy of people, right? There's the people who are, you'd say A-listers. Yeah. And then there's the people you'd say B-listers and then everyone underneath uh, go on so all the way until you get to Z. Yeah. Um, in my experience... I have noticed that probably 95% of the people at the very top of their game that I've worked with in the studio are not dickheads. That's very interesting you say that. I thought you were actually going to say they're dickheads. <laughs> no. But, but do you think this is because a lot of people you've worked with are the people behind the people? That if you're musically knowledgeable, you know who they are? You know um, no. Okay. Because I, I mean artists as well. Ah, uh, okay. Um, because, I mean, last... When we spoke last, when we did name dropping, um, I suppose the only guys that were dickheads were Will I Am and Sai. Yeah, out of the whole conversation. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're nice guys. But even life. then, on sessions with Will I Am, yeah, you said he was actually pretty cool. He was very cool. Yeah, that's something. And maybe then he was just well. My excuse maybe was, he had a bad moment. Maybe he had a bad night. Yeah. You know, because he, I think he just come back from the Voice or something. Yeah. As well. So maybe yeah. God knows what else. But you know, but I I just don't think it takes very much to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Th that's <laughs> all it is for me. But yeah, no, I've heard that he's actually a nice guy in the mm -hmm. studio and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Because, yeah, it's it's my experience that people at the very top are generally, 95% of them, yeah. aren't dickheads. But then the thing is, 
but this is the the other thing, right? So I know there's a lot of people who are label heads or like heads or like crews and whatnot, and and they come across very rude on Twitter and Facebook, yeah, and even in real life, you yeah, know, they can come across like that, but they're cool with their crew. Mm-hmm. So why do you think they're like that? Is that because they get harassed so much that they're just like, look, dude, come on, man, just stop it, you know? I think in my experience, what it has been, and again, I can only really speak from my experience, like the people who are sitting underneath the people at the top yeah. feel they have something to prove. Yeah, that's And true. maybe they misconstrue the way as proving whatever that, that they, they are supposed to be proving yeah, yeah, is to act like the big man slash woman in the room. Yeah, that's right? true. And just be all mouthy and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. For instance... Um, again, no names. I sat with some producers mm. and we were talking about Pharrell. Yeah. Now this is, we're talking about maybe 2012, be- yeah. way before, um, happy and stuff. Hi, happy, get lucky yeah. and blurred lines, that yeah. run that he had. And they were saying, oh, he's washed up. He's washed up. He had a good run. Oh, before all of that. Blood. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause he, at that time, the latest release that he'd done was that, uh, Leah LaBelle track. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, he's washed up, blah, 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 this, that, and the next. Like, he should just sit down, go home, forget about it. He had a good run, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, basically what these guys were implying were, we're in a new time, we're in a new place. We are the new Pharrell, Timberland, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right? And they, they there was more in the conversation that implied that they thought that. And then fast forward like nine months later and all of a sudden Pharrell is the biggest guy on the planet. Yeah. So the thing was, the way that I saw it was, and it wasn't only them, like specifically, um, it was like other people who were like um, writers who were kind of like coming up, had a couple of good releases and stuff, but like nothing major, but they were acting like they took, they, they spoke to me disrespectfully. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, and they were complete assholes. Yeah. Um, but obviously when the label boss comes in the room, it's all course, like, you know, um, yes, sir, three bags full, sir, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> so my my point really is, you know, I, you're a nice guy. I like to think I am. I like to think that I'm a nice guy too. Yeah, you're right. So in terms of making people aware of stuff, um, you know, because pe- a lot of people have reached out and uh, in the in in the time since the last podcast, and they've said, you know, it's great what you're doing, and thank you for your sharing your experience and your advice and all of that kind of stuff. Um, if we're going to go down that line and kind of drop some gems, um, how would you say being a nice person has helped you? Ah, see, I this is okay. This is something I always <clears throat> kind of think. Um, I think it's hindered me. Really? A lot. Yeah. I really think so because I'm going to pick up on that as well yeah. because like I feel a similar thing sometimes. Yeah. I, I think because I am nice or it sounds so stupid saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. But, no, but because <laughs> I like to try to do the nice thing yeah. is what I should say. Um, I think people blatantly take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and there was a time, I think we spoke about something when I came here, mm-hmm. uh, when I was talking to you and Rebecca yeah, yeah, yeah. about something, yeah, I obviously yeah, don't yeah. want to say now because yeah. Blaine obviously I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. I'm not about that yeah, life. Yeah. But people take advantage. You mm-hmm. know, people come along and say, yo, we're going to do one thing. We're mm-hmm. going to 
um, you know, we need two minutes of your set mm -hmm. and that ends up becoming like more mm -hmm. or, you know, we just need five minutes of your show and mm -hmm. become 15 people. Mm -hmm. It's that thing where you ask for an inch and take a mile, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and not only that, just even things like with money, man, like mm -hmm. I, I DJ'd a friend of mine, um, I say friend, uh, a guy who used to work for a company I used to DJ for. We're going to talk about these guys on another podcast because mm -hmm. I've got a lot of stories to talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, we worked together at this place. We both left at similar times. Mm. Um, and the reason why I left, I'll go into properly into another podcast when we talk about them, but they had basically started saying that without them, I'm nothing. And they right, kind of yeah. made me and, you know, whatever. And I was yeah. like, mate, you ain't done nothing for me. Yeah. You know, uh, everything I've done, I've done myself. Yeah. So I left and the, this guy left as well. So he then uh, started a new bar up mm. and he goes like, I really want you to come work for me. You know, it'd be great. We can run it together. I'm like, you know what? This could actually be cool. Mm. Let's do it. So I worked for him for about, well, I helped him, um, not loads, but I did help him with the place, help him with the promo, help mm -hmm. him build the place, done it all. Um, again, I didn't do loads building wise, but I helped mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then um, basically, I think I played for him about three or four months and he only paid me twice. Mm. And in the end, he ended up owing me like two and a half grand. Mm. And it's been two years. I've never seen that money. Yeah, bitch better have my money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And you know, I went there and the thing is a year later, I went up to him. I, I walked in. I said, hey, you know, nice to meet you. That's, that's, that's nice to see you and see your name. Just to sit down and talk for a bit. Mm. And he sat down and then he knew it was about the money. And I said to him, look, dude, you know what? Don't even worry about the whole amount. Just pay me what you owe me for New Year's Eve because mm -hmm. I, I had a, a really well-paying New Year's Eve gig. Yeah. It was paying like something like 1,200 pounds for mm. like five hours. Mm. Great. It was awesome for that time. And then I, I still played for him. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'll do it. I'll play for you for 500. Yeah. Because it's close. I know you. Yeah. I'm bringing down loads of people. Mm -hmm. Let's just, I want to help you. So let's mm -hmm. just do it. And then, um, I said to him when I met him like a year later, look, dude, it's been like on, on basically on new year. So when it was the next new year's, I texted him and said, look, it's been a whole year. Then I got my money. Now, a couple of months later, I went to go see him again. This is what I'm talking about. So I sat down with him. I was kind of like, um, look, man, I don't want to cause no drama or nothing. Forget the rest of the money. Mm. Just pay me the 500 quid for New Year's Eve because mm. I, I, I missed out on a really big opportunity mm. to help you. I think it's a bit of a piss take you haven't paid me. Mm. He's like, well, I'll get it for you. Don't worry. Give me a couple of weeks. No problem. I said, look, you know what, dude? Give it to me in installments if you have to. Mm. It's fine. Don't mm. worry about mm. it. It's cool. Um, needs to say, it's been two and a half years, three years since then. I still haven't got the money. So I know other people, I know DJs that have literally not got paid that night and they've walked out with the CDJs. Yeah. Or they've, that, yeah. they've literally manhandled people mm -hmm. and stuff because it's like, yo, where the fuck is my money? Mm. You know? Um, and that's just one really small, really yeah, obvious exactly. example out or of when it. me being nice yeah. has really messed me up. And mm -hmm. there's other times as well, there's been people who are like, yeah, when I work with you, they've used us to springboard into bigger things and mm -hmm. they've forgotten about us. Mm -hmm. People making promises. And for me, I'm just kind of like live and let live this... Yeah, Just of go, course, you know, and, like, and be like that. Yeah, that's that's my whole thing. It, and ultimately, that kind of stuff stuff is is water off a duck's back. Like, but then people start taking the piss. Yeah, they they start thinking like we know we can do it, and this is yeah. what happened. Why I wanted to leave my last guys I worked for mm. because it would get to a point when they would do parties somewhere mm. and they'd give it to all these other DJs who they thought were better than me. Even though everyone's saying, yo, complexion's way better. We need him, we need yeah. him. They thought I was some ghetto hood hip hop DJ, <laughs> you know. And then when the venue went really dry and it went really crap, mm. then they say, oh, do you want to play there now? Mm. And then that's what they give me. And then, you know, they would just always take, like, never top bill me on flyers. And I worked for these guys for like 11 years, 12 mm. years, mm. you know. No, about 10 years, 10, 11 years. Um, and yeah, they would just take the piss, piss completely, not mm. listen to ideas. Like, there were times when we were in the office and I'd say to them, yo, um, you need to get into MySpace. Mm. And then, no, no, sorry, you need to get into Facebook. This is just when Facebook had started. 
And they were like, now nah, we're on MySpace. And mm. I said, yo, you need to get on Twitter. And they just got onto Facebook. Damn. And then someone else says something, and they're like, oh yeah, we should do it. It's one of those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But I never pushed those ideas yeah. forward. Yeah. So I know that there's some of the simplistic ideas. But then again, that's what I think is my own fault for not pushing the door down myself and yeah. saying, yo, yeah. listen to me. Yeah. Like I should have turned around and said, why are you not putting me on the flyers? Mm -hmm. Why are you not giving me these events? Mm -hmm. And I think, and for me, I didn't want to be that awkward, yeah. what we said before. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But then this is the thing. Another thing I always say to people, and I've, and people who listen to this, they'll they'll know that I've said this is, I always believe someone. I might have said this in the last podcast. Someone with twenty percent drive and eighty percent talent mm -hmm. is always going to do better than someone with twenty percent talent and eighty percent drive. Yeah, uh, it's um, uh, what is it? It's hard work beats talent when uh, it's found not working or something like Some, that. There's yeah, a quote but, like that. But this is the thing, and this is why I've always said like, there's so many people that I think aren't good enough to be on radio mm -hmm. or TV mm -hmm. or the music's not that great mm -hmm. or they're not that good DJs. But the fact is these guys are out there working hard, yeah. networking and mm -hmm. making things happen. Mm -hmm. Look, the thing is now, Border Room happened because I played at the Viper Room thing. Mm -hmm. The Viper Room thing happened because I played for License to Trill a couple of uh, months beforehand mm -hmm. for DJ Motive. Mm -hmm. That happened because Motive was he's he's very active in the sense that he goes onto SoundCloud mm -hmm. and he liked this whole future music. Like he mm -hmm. likes Selection and mm -hmm. Darker Than Wax and those mm -hmm. kind of guys. So then when you look at those people, my name comes up in a recommended thing. You click yeah, on it yeah. and you're like, oh, this guy's from London. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, let's see what we can do. And you yeah. know, you go there. So what I'm saying is, is I did that show and stuff to make that happen, but I can almost... I can't almost guarantee, but I can almost say that if I had reached out to Motive beforehand, mm. he might have given me a chance sooner. Mm -hmm. And I might have been doing, God knows, I'll probably be doing like Body Room in America by now yeah. or something. Maybe, yeah. you never know. Mm -hmm. But all I'm saying is that happened because I actively did my show. Yeah. But right now, people are, are hitting me up now to book me. Like, like I said, I got a booking today from it. It's yeah. a pretty big book and I can't wait to, once it gets sorted, I can't wait to announce mm -hmm. it. But that's because I did the Body Room. But yeah. that goes back to doing other stuff because exactly. I tried to do it. Exactly. Whereas some people would just sit there not do anything and mm -hmm. they say, yo, I'm sitting on this heat. I've got this amazing music. Mm. No one's listening. Fuck mm -hmm. everyone. I don't care. Mm -hmm. you know, fuck the music game. Fuck this, fuck mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's not about that. You've got to put yourself out there and work and network. Like, yeah. what are you doing to push your career forward? Yeah. What are you actually doing? Like, don't sit there and just tweet SoundCloud links. I've yeah. had discussions with people on Twitter about this. Like, even mm -hmm. today, some, some guy I've known for a while, probably since like episode 10 of the Future Beat Show, he just DM'd me a link, not speaking to me for about three or four months, DM's me a link to his music. That's it. Nothing. Nothing. Like, not even like, yo, what's up, man? Can you check out my new track? Well, this is it. This is it. Like, you know, you and, know. And, but people think that's enough. <clears throat> they think just by DMing or tweeting link. out links, yeah. th that's it. I've done my work for today. Yeah. Have you gone out to events to speak to people? Like yeah. I said, if I'd gone out to Motive's events before and spoken to him, he might have been more inclined to book me sooner. Well, this is the point, isn't it? Like, even though we're humans digitally connected on our phones, on our laptops, we're not on our connected, iPads, connected. we're not we're not connected in the face to face, and that is probably more important than anything else. Of course, without because a doubt, that's a tradition since um, the beginning of time. Yeah, and phones only came in in like the end of the eighties, early nineties. Yeah, this is what I mean. So people need to be like, yo, I need to go out and do more. Like, don't just sit there and just put out links and mm -hmm. just say, yeah, man, I'm tweeting or I'm doing this, I'm doing it. It's not about that, man. Like, And even when you do put out links, again, this comes down to being, uh, you know, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Say something and, you know, build a connection with that person. Okay. Let me, let me just m mention this real quick. So 
when we did our event at Canvas Bar mm. uh, a few weeks ago, about 10 or 11 producers from the UK, from London came out to mm-hmm. represent, right? Out of those 10 or 11, nine are doing tracks with us. Yeah. And have got reposts and yeah. support from me and are going to get played on the next couple of shows. Exactly. Because they came up to me and they talked to me and they chatted with me or they got introduced and we spoke to them. And the thing is, we didn't even speak about music. I spoke about, like, look, I like video games, TV shows, comics, movies, all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. There's so many things to talk about more than just music mm-hmm. because if that's what you're trying to sell, like, the thing is, is I'm not, I might not like your music, but if I like you as a person, I will help you do something else. Of course. I'll be like, you know what, this isn't for me, but maybe these guys might check exactly. it out. Exactly. Or they might check it exactly. out. Exactly. Um, and another example I gave on Twitter to someone who was like, they were just tweeting links. And what I do is when someone tweets me just like a, a link that looks a bit like, like the copy and paste, I go to their profile and see who else have they tweeted. Mm. And I see down, they're just tweeting everyone, your hot new shit, mm. you know, UK's best rapper. Mm. And then I said to these guys like, but this isn't really for me, you're wasting your time. And like, I don't think it's going to work. Like what are you guys doing? And some people said to me, yo man, well, fuck you. What do you know? Mm. Like, All right, cool, man. That's fine. You'd be like, mm. oh, these guys actually had a discussion with me and mm-hmm. I was more than happy to talk to them. I said, well, look, let me break it down like this. You wouldn't give like Burger King vouchers to a vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that, that's, that's the wrong example because well, they have veggie burgers. They do have veggie burgers. <laughs> but I mean like- But they're not actually vegetarian because they're cooked in animal- um, the Animal- Oil. Oil, oil yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, but the, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you wouldn't exactly. do that. You wouldn't invite veggies out to like a meat barbecue. Mm-hmm. So why are you sending me UK hip hop, mm-hmm. like grimy hood rap, when that doesn't work for me? But if you would have said to me, yo, Complexion, we like what you do. Oh, mm-hmm. just say, look, you know, I, I know you're on radio and everything. Mm-hmm. This is what we're trying to push. Is this something that interests you? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you know what? Nice to meet you. This is cool. It's not really for me, but there's a hip hop show before me mm-hmm. on the station. I'll be more than happy to set up a meeting for mm-hmm. you guys and introduce you guys. And maybe you can come down and do something, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to want to do that if you're just spamming links and being rude and not doing that. This is the thing. And, um, uh, you know, specifically talking about these kind of examples, it's like people have lost focus. Yeah. Um, they have failed to do their research. Yeah. And they have got lazy. Yeah. And it's all of those things combined. I think that's what it is. And I think if you can stop being all of those things, you might get somewhere. See, now, the other thing is, is I find a lot of people who like are producers or rappers, but then they focus on their Instagram and stuff. And it's like, they, right. they want their followers or their likes. Right. But I'm like, even with my event, perfect example, right? So many people were like supporting online. Like, yeah, we're going to come. We're going to support. Mm. Da, 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 da. None of those people came. Mm-hmm. You know, and even my, some of my closest friends, not talking about you, because I know you couldn't come for a very good reason, obviously. Yeah, but other friends of mine who were like, yo, we're going to be there, we're going to support, haven't heard from them still. Mm-hmm. It's been three weeks. Yeah. No, I'm um, sorry, I didn't attend yeah. or blah, blah, blah. And it's blah, blah, fine. Blah. You don't have to come. But yeah, then don't course. sit there online and be all like, yeah. yo, yeah. I'm going to support. Yeah. yeah, I love what you're doing. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. da. And you're yeah. like, yo, I'm there. Don't, exactly. don't, don't do that, man. Like, there's no point. Just be honest. Just be like, yo, I can't come, man. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but the weird thing is, is people that haven't spoken to in ages, they turned up. I didn't even know we were going to come. Yeah. So it's just weird, isn't it? Things that at work. But going back to before, like people care more about likes and things like that mm-hmm. than rather actually having supporters is what yeah. I was going to say. Like for me, what I love about people listening to my show, I don't want to call them fans because it makes them sound like a dickhead. But um, people that love the show, like even today, I've had so many Snapchats from people like, Yo, when's the show coming back, man? We, yeah. we need to listen to the show again. Yeah. It's like, yo, it's coming. Don't worry. It's, it's yeah. coming soon. It's coming soon. And I love that, that I've got that connection with these people. Yeah. Uh, but the reason that is because I feel like I'm pretty transparent yeah. with what I do, like mm-hmm. how I am. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, 
like in, in videos and pictures, like I've put up things where like, it's not my best angle or whatever, mm. but it's like, it's just me, man. I'm not trying to, I'm not a pretty boy. I'm not one of those guys. I'm just trying mm, to, yeah. I'm trying to push out good music, man. If I can yeah, help exactly. people along the way, mm. that's what I want to do. But some people like some girl DJs, I know some girl DJs I know were just taking ass shots all the day, mm. all the time. Mm. They're just like, yeah, look, you know, look at, look at how I am. Look at, mm. look at this, look at that. But it's, but that's fine. You might be hot. You might have a nice back, back off or whatever, mm-hmm. but where's substance in this, man? Yeah, like, exactly. what that's are you point, doing? Isn't it? That's yeah. The point. And that's what it is for me. It's just like, if you're a great singer, that's fine, but you don't need to be half naked on your Instagram or whatever. Absolutely you know, How is that going to help you? Absolutely correct. And I think the problem is right now, this is like a good thing and a bad thing, but it, it, being an artist now, it's not just about being an artist anymore. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's about image and perception and, you know, marketing and yeah. PR and all of that kind of stuff. That's what Which I mean. is fine and fair enough. Yeah. But also, you can be, you know, you can be amazing looking and, you know, you can have a great body and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. You can drive a wonderful car, go on wonderful holidays, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And on Instagram, you look like yeah. you are living the life. Because you choose what to put out there. Yeah. Yeah. You get to put out the version of yourself that, that you, you want, want to. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. You yeah, have exactly. this control. If you don't like this picture, I can delete it. Yeah, of course. But it's the best angle. The lighting's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But when I press play on your SoundCloud or whatever link, if it ain't if it ain't the shit, yeah. Then what does that all mean? But that but this thing. Then do these people prey on these thirsty people? Like they prey on thirsty girls and thirsty guys. Like Probably. is that what happens? You know, Probably. because they because I don't know if anyone that's got signed for having like a hundred thousand likes on Instagram or something. You know, like no, I don't I don't know anyone. Like either. if someone's not good, they're not good. Like I know plenty of people. Like some people are great singers, but they're too busy just taking selfies mm-hmm. all the time. You mm-hmm. know. Um, and I just don't, I've never understood that. Like I, I, I don't get it. Maybe I, I'm out of touch. Maybe that's what the kids are doing now. Yeah. But I, I mean, okay, fair enough. Even if the kids are doing that, but if you are a singer, a producer or whatever, and you have an art that you are following, you should, you should not concentrate more on that art. That's, I can't tell you how to live your life. Yeah. Yeah. But, you should display your art more and all of this kind of stuff, you know, like yeah. for instance, you know, yeah, you come up with, uh, if you're a producer, you come up with a beat, you put it on Instagram. Okay. Like I follow producers on Instagram. Some of their beats are well shit. But this is the thing though. Like <laughs> when these people, they think, how can I stand out? Cause I've seen people who tag me in mm, their videos yeah. to check. It. I don't check them to so don't do that. I don't check it. I don't, I normally block people <laughs> yeah. because for me, I'm like, I'm so easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. I'm so easy reachable. Just reach out to me, man. Like yeah. I said, I might take a while, mm-hmm. but I will get around to it. Mm-hmm. Ask anyone, you know, you can ask all the people we've worked with. I get around to people and look at those artists that we're working with after the gig. You know, there's nine people yeah. that we've got releases with yeah. and they're all super dope. Mm. And one of them even said to me, they want to work with someone else that I know. Mm. And, that didn't offend me. It's like, all right, if, if that's your goal, yeah. if I can help make that happen, yeah. let's make it happen. I've of got a good relationship with those guys. So of course, of course I'll, I'll introduce you on email. 100%. I'll make it happen, you know. 100%. But I think the thing is amazing. People will then say, well, then how do we stand out on Instagram? Like mm. if, we're, if we're just making, you know, you're right. They can make a video, they're making a beat. Mm. What do they do that makes them stand out? Mm. Do you think it's about having quantity? Because then the thing is, then they're always in your face, aren't they? Mm. But then quality could be cool. But then yeah. again, like we said, 20% talent, yeah. 80% drive. So yeah. you can have one sick beat. Yeah. If that's all you've got, yeah. then how do you, people like me or you, yeah. listen to it? I mean, like, I can't change someone's life, but I might be able to help them. Well, and then someone like you obviously has, you got a freaking Grammy on the wall, you know, like, you know, you know stuff. <laughs> well, like the thing is, you said two words, 
quality or quantity. Yeah. And I just say consistency. You know that's what? That's it. I think, you know what? That's, yeah. That's it. Like, you know what? That's just, what we're going to call the podcast. It's going to be called <laughs> consistency. Go. <laughs> They're going to be called don't be a dickhead. <laughs> don't be a consistent dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think that's don't what it's about. Dot, 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 consistently. Like, <laughs> obviously, obviously the, po- the point is like, you know, we, we understand like you're a DJ. Yeah. You mix however many times. Is every one of your mix perfect? Oh, no. not at all. I mean, look at the, every one of your scratches perfect. Perfect example in the boardroom no. set. The first thing I did, I messed up. But yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. But the point is you consistently and had this consistency in, in your work which is of a, a good level. I hear, that. I and, hear that. And all of this kind of stuff, which makes you, you. Yeah. And, yeah, and I hear that. Yeah. And in the same way that will make a producer, a producer and an artist, an artist or singer, a singer, whatever. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what you I mean? Know what? Actually, I re- yeah, I, I guess you're right. I think that's the right word. I, actually, no, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, you're right. It's consistency. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because like, think about the people that, again, we bring it back to, you know, we always talk about how we grew up and what we used to love listening to and whatever. Like when we were listening to music, like in our in our younger days, <laughs> yeah, God, um, we, you know, like we used to love, for instance, the Neptunes, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, not everything they did was amazing. No, no. But like, think of that collection of Neptunes tracks. You oh have. God, yeah, I've got like I've got some file with like seven hundred Neptunes tracks, isn't it? So exactly. On release and stuff, yeah. And probably ninety percent of those are pretty damn hot okay yeah. there'll be ones there'll be a like a, a 25 maybe percent that is like the best of the best of oh, the yeah, best yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. but you know the rest of them will be good and some of them will be like oh, i don't know what they were smoking yeah it, actually well one of them for example is the milkshake remix Kalis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly what were they smoking at the time but then i think maybe they're thinking how messed up can we make something yeah exactly and just yeah 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 but, you know, um, that's the point. It's they were consistent and they worked so much that their content was so much. So the quality, I mean, the quantity came and and the quality came as well. But then again, I, but then I guess you could argue like if something's consistently shit. Yeah. Then then what? Yeah. Because I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing because it's kind of, I know we said about being nice and stuff and being a good guy, but then. I feel the nicest thing you can do for someone is, is tell them honest. when it's not good. Or yeah, when be honest. Yeah, but, be honest with them. But yeah. there's also a nice and not nice way of delivering that. Yeah, well. well, this is, again, what I spoke right? to Rebecca briefly before yeah, when I was exactly. saying, um, I don't really agree with this whole, like, I know Twitter, you can do whatever you want. You can mm-hmm. put your opinion out there. Who am I to tell you what to put up? Of course. Up? Um, but I don't get people that are always negative about things. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's just like, you're actively taking the time to, to write negative. something negative and then put yeah. something out. If it's something negative, just don't say it. Like, mm-hmm. why are you wasting your time? Just mm-hmm. either be positive about something. If you like it, talk about it. But if exactly. it's negative, then just leave it. Like, yeah. all the time. Even um, I see people like, okay, I want to talk about this right at the end, but obviously the new Star Wars trailer has got me so excited. Like, I <laughs> seriously shed a tear at the end, right? But then when the Batman and uh, uh, Superman trailer Superman, came out, yeah. so many people were like, cussing and they were like, to mm-hmm. me, like, what do you think? I said, mm-hmm. it's not for me, mm-hmm. but the fact is I'm getting a Superman versus Batman movie. Exactly. In a year's time. Exactly. I'm pretty damn excited because yeah, yeah, although yeah. I'm a Marvel fanboy, yeah. Batman's my all-time favorite superhero. Exactly. You know, and I think Ben Affleck's going to be good. Yeah. You know, but it just wasn't for me. Like yeah. the trailer, it was not for me. You know, I I, I might have said, I think I said to someone like, it was, yeah, I think I said, I, I'm sure I said it wasn't for me. I think that's mm-hmm. the most I said was it's mm-hmm. not for me. But like, I don't get people that 
put the negativity out there, you know, like... Again, yeah, like picking up on that, um, for instance, this Drake and Madonna thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. okay, so, like, obviously, I looked at that and I thought, what the hell is this rubbish? <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever, whatever, and obviously I didn't have a great opinion of it. Yeah. You didn't see me on Twitter, they're going, oh, Drake and Madonna, blah, but blah, But then you blah, think blah, that's because blah, that's blah, just blah, pop blah. culture, and if we, when we were younger... We spoke about pop culture on the school ground or in college or in uni or whatever. Yeah, but maybe. Then if but we also, had those tools, maybe we'd speak because then you're you're effectively finding people from around the world into the same thing as you. Yeah, no, you know, I, so I mean, that all, is that is a good thing. But if yeah. you're if you're if what you're into is talking about Drake and Madonna, then you need to find something else well, to talk about. Perfect example. I think someone said today on Twitter, like they can't believe that trending in the UK, like um, I can't remember what the second thing was, but the first one was um, who's that chick that's dating Big Sean? Ariana Grande. She was trending number one in the UK, right, and okay. and like the, the voting was like fourth. Wow! And it just shows you like yeah. why is voting not trending number one? Yeah, but maybe that's because kids that are younger who are using Twitter more. Mm. That's what they're talking about, which makes yeah, sense. Exactly. You know, these yeah. tweens yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I understand that. I, yeah. I, I do get that to a degree. Um, yeah, but I, know, I, I, you know, again, going back to what you were saying, I don't think there's a lot of point in being negative about stuff. Yeah, that's what I think. So. Again, going back to what you were saying about consistency. Yeah. Um, if something is consistently shit. <laughs> yeah, then what do people do? Because this is the thing, because there are people that send me stuff a lot regularly. Yeah. It just isn't very good though. So I'm like, yo, this is cool. Okay. But so not for me. So let me so let me tell you my perspective on that. I think that if the stuff you're sending is consistently shit, like for instance, they're sending you beats, they're consistently shit. Yeah. Um I'd say be consistent with making stuff, but also take that feedback from someone. It's 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 the person's responsibility. Who, for instance, you received the you received. Um, let's say you receive a beat from someone, and the drums aren't smacking like they are on another track yeah. by X producer, right? Yeah. If you could say constructively, if you could say, "Yo." I mean, if it's just poo, it's poo. Like, yeah. so like, I mean, I you can handle that yourself. Yeah. But if you could say, oh, I like your ideas, blah, 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 blah. I like this, this and that next. Maybe you should look at making your drums hit a little bit more like this track. But then what if the person turns and said, well, who are you to tell me? Well, then say, why did you send me your beats? <laughs> that's true. Actually. Yeah, that's true. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously some, if, okay, someone's going to reach out to you, they're going to give you a beat, right? Yeah. Then it's really they've they've given that to you now yeah like it'd be different if you were trolling someone if you were going on someone's soundcloud page or whatever and trolling yeah. them but they've given you the beat for you to either play on your radio yeah. show and or, if you did play it on your radio show and it was dope yeah. you'd give your opinion this is dope yeah, yeah you yeah. should listen to this it's by blah blah blah, blah. well that's basically why i said why i play on the show exactly what i think is dope isn't it yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. um if it's not as dope it's up to i'd say i'd put the responsibility with you to kind of be like this is good about it or this isn't good about it and maybe you should go like more towards this then what that should and I say should because it won't always but it should encourage someone to go I wonder how they got that drum sound yeah but then uh, the, the and then you're helping someone get better but then the problem is is that right now because everything's so readily available everybody just tries to take stuff and just think right you know what Correct. I'm going to get this producer's drums. Correct. I'm going to bite this guy's sound. Correct. Which is what I'm hearing so much of at the moment. And I'm just going to make this kind of sounding beat. Correct. Like, like this guy. So why am I not signed? Why am I not touring all over the world? Should like, I tell you why? Go on. 
Because no one needs another one of that guy. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly it. So you remember us being of a certain age. Yeah. Um, we remember when Timberland yeah. first blew up radio, changed radio. Yeah. How many people tried to bite Timberland? Oh, Jack in that style so hard, man. And Neptunes, they tried, but they couldn't. The only, only thing they could do was copy their drum sounds. Yeah. Because you couldn't get Neptunes harmonies or their, no. you know, things like that. You couldn't. There was something... It, the difference between Timbo and the Neptunes was, and obviously they grew up together, they came up together, both VA, both kind of under- You know what the group was called? Um, uh, stupid- No, nope. close. Surrounded by idiots. Surrounded by idiots, that's it. Um, and they were in a group together. Yeah. Um, you saw Missy, Timbo, yeah. all of those guys, they all grew up together under Teddy Riley, right? Of course. Um, the difference between them was, and this is, this, is what I, this is my advice to people, the difference between them was Timbo, like always the low end was sick mm. kick bass yeah. sick right yeah, yeah but he'd take little snippets of bits and pieces and he'd kind of meld them together yeah but they didn't have the musicality that the neptunes had i guess that makes sense yeah that does so the sense. neptunes had all of these harmonies and these chords yeah. and but you then know, all of that chad was chad in the um orchestra wasn't he school orchestra or something yeah uh, what was what it was in a marching band i think well Pharrell was in a marching Pharrell band. was playing snare in the marching band i can't That's remember it, yeah. what chad played but he was he'd done something like yeah, he, really, he, yeah. he was in the yeah like a tiger mom well. didn't he i think did he yeah i think he did yeah. <laughs> right. i think no no maybe no maybe he didn't i'm sure i read something there. his mom was a bit strict yeah um uh, and i think in the justified sessions uh that i watched on youtube as well um they were saying something about his mom and dad being quite strict Pharrell was when they were talking to Justin Timberlake yeah, when they yeah. were making Justified yeah. and stuff anyway tangent um, but they then started to play to their strengths yeah so yeah. they then started to differentiate and that's what you should do but the thing is is you're never going to be this person like because I, you go on YouTube and I, I've seen I've said this with you we and you sat down and how many times can you see Neptune's type Star, beat yeah, or yeah, Neptune's yeah, style beat yeah. or Timberland style beat yeah, or yeah. this and it's happening in my scene as yeah, well this whole yeah, future scene yeah. I see it I, again I'm not going to say names but it's pretty obvious who everyone's trying to copy mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know why they do it because they think it's hot right now mm -hmm. but if you think it's hot right now then you're only going to get a certain amount of hits on that one track exactly. what are you going to do after that exactly and but, that's the point yeah, yeah because with the label we haven't officially signed anyone right but we're using it to springboard people because my whole thinking is I want people to get big because of how good they are. Yeah. And it's not because you're getting my cosign. And that's kind of where you started the show from as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that was it. It's because it's music that I love. I'm thinking, yeah. why are people not hearing this music? Yeah. And the thing is, um, I love the fact that since I've started doing it, so many other people have had the confidence to do their own shows mm -hmm. or I've seen labels and blogs blowing up. And mm -hmm. some people have said it's, yo, it's because of we saw you doing mm -hmm. it. I could sit there and be like, oh, well, screw you, I ain't helping you. I'm yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. man, let's work together, make the scene even bigger. <laughs> yeah, of course. Let's do it, do you know course. what I mean? Um, and I think the problem with these producers is like they all just think by doing that sound, it's an easy pass. Yeah. It's a free pass. Like, yeah. yo, this is going to happen, that's mm -hmm. going to happen. And it's not about that, man. Because no. like we said, Neptunes and Timberland, they change radio basically. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't copy what they're doing. Not at all. You and no. the thing is, Timberland has said himself, like, and you know what I'm like about this stuff. I'm geek. I'm yeah. geek when it comes to this stuff. I know about Timberland and Pharrell and Quincy Jones and all of yeah, these yeah. guys, right? Timberland has said, I will get, uh, he said, I would give people my drum sounds. Yeah. Happily, I'll give you my whole collection, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, in that video with Kanye West, he says he pretty much owns every single drum machine anyway, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Or, or the samples from him. Yeah. I'll give you my whole collection 
and I won't worry. I won't lose any sleep at night because you can't use them like I can. There you go. This is what I mean. And this is what I think producers need to learn. It's not mm-hmm. just about having machine gun hi-hats and mm-hmm. this or that or a certain bounce to your track. It's like, if you're you, then no one can do that better. And this is going back. I can't believe this is actually looped back around to what's about my body room set. Exactly. Because the way I started my set was I thought, right, I'm going to do what I do. And exactly. I'm going to do it best because I'm me. Exactly. So I know I, I'm not someone who likes to just stare at a screen and look cool because mm-hmm. I'm not freaking cool, man. I'm a mm-hmm. freaking dweeb. Do you know what I mean? And I just like having fun. I love connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Like if anyone's listened to this podcast, I was at the boiler room, they'll know I spent like two hours mm-hmm. in the smoking area. I don't even smoke. Yeah, of course. Talking to random people mm-hmm. just because I wanted to talk to people. Like mm-hmm. someone comes to the set was dope. Oh, thank you. What's your name? What do you do? Yeah. Where are you from? Kind yeah. of thing, you know, and talk to them. Cause that's what I love doing for me. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the thing was the whole thing I had, it was, that was me having fun and doing what I do. Exactly. I didn't go there thinking, right, you know what's hot right now? Kendrick is hot. Yeah. So I'm going to play Kendrick yeah. or Carmack is hot or mm-hmm. Oshie's hot or mm-hmm. Sam Gelletry's hot. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm playing music from my label, stuff that I like mm-hmm. and also other things that I enjoy like mm-hmm. Dipset, mm-hmm. 50 Cent. Yeah, exactly. Um, I loved it when you dropped that stuff oh, by thanks, the way. <laughs> um, and that, because I love that. Yeah. You know, I was a Dipset fanboy growing up. Of course. You know, and I thought I'm just going to do, because if anyone says anything, I'd be like, all right, do you know what? then you just don't like what I like. And yeah. I done what I do. Like yeah. this whole thing, even my whole branding with the space stuff and everything, it's not because I think it's cool, but it is because I, I actually find it fascinating. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. It came from, I enjoy learning about space and mm-hmm. discovering things, you know, mm-hmm. like that. that's what I like doing. And you're right. I think this is the great thing that you said that with the Timberland thing where no matter what you do, you can't do it like how mm-hmm. I do it. So, mm-hmm. just, you know, I never, that's, that's so good. That's so dope, man. But that is the truth. Like, and I think, uh, you know, like as we were saying, it's about um, being yourself. Yeah. Like, and I don't think that you'll get any, f- well, I think you might get far trying to be like someone else. Like, yeah, you, I think so. But then and you, but the problem is you're riding someone else's wave. This is what I mean. Why don't you just create your own? There you go. I mean, look, perfect example, right? We've been seeing music thing for a while, man. For a good 15 years, we've yeah. been really into music. Yeah. And we've seen um, Timberland come and go. Yeah. We've seen Pharrell come, go, come back. <laughs> you know, we've seen Swiss Beats. When he, remember when Swiss Beats yeah. was killing yeah. it? Yeah, um, exactly. Who else is there? Rock Wilder. Yep. Um, i trying to think of Dark Child. Yep. You exactly. Know, even Dark Child was w- at his worst. He still had an album with Michael Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Shakespeare. Remember Shakespeare? Yes, I do. You know, all the Destiny's Child. Bells, Bells, Bells and, and TLC that, stuff. Yeah. And no Scrubs. Usher as well. Usher, Usher yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he done Pop Your Collar. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so many Dallas people. Austin as well. Dallas like, Austin. From the same kind of camp. Now look, who's right now? Who's hot right now? Mustard. Yeah, exactly. And now look, everyone's copying Mustard yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean like- 100 BPMs. Yeah. You know, just claps. Everyone's trying to jack that style. There you go. But then the thing is, is now when you listen to, when I listen to R&B mixes, it's literally like the same song yeah. from start to finish. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You know? And that was um that was the thing that we were against when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. Cause there used to be certain forms of music where we used to be like, that song sounds like the next song, which sounds like the next song. Yeah, that's but it. But in in the music that we loved, there was a differentiation that Neptune's beats didn't sound like Timbo's. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. East Coast stuff didn't sound like West Coast stuff. There you go. Yeah. Do you know what right I mean? now you've got East Coast rappers. Perfect example, again, no disrespect, ASAP. Mm-hmm. Raps like a South rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, has that kind of vibe, that South mm-hmm. vibe, but he's yeah. from New York. Exactly. So he's taking that both aspects together. Yeah. You know, because he does have the East Coast vibe, yeah. but East Coast for me was like Mob Deep. Yeah. You know, of course, big man. pun. Yeah. That's East that's, Coast. That's to me. proper East Coast. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And then 
it's just weird how things happen. And you and I think you're completely right, man. The whole Timberland thing is the one thing I think you're right. People that should be like that. It's just mm-hmm. like the fact that he said, take what you want. Yeah, because like You're never gonna be me. Exactly. And you know, yeah. the point is like you said as well, like we, you know, we all have access to the same things. I've got this drum machine here, yeah. right? And like I, probably every other producer's got this. Yeah. But it's the machine, point is the yeah. yeah. But the shout out native instruments still waiting for the sponsorship. Thank you very much. Um uh, but the point is I'm going to select sounds and I'm going to process them in a certain way. Yeah. And that's going to be different to the, how the next man's going to do it and next man and next man and next man and next man. Yeah. We've all got access to the same tools. Yeah. It's like having an iPhone. We all use it in a different way. Of course. We all have different apps on it and stuff like that. Of course. That. Some people, it's a selfie machine. <laughs> For me at one point, it was literally why I did all my graphic design stuff. <laughs> exactly. Because it, that was my lifeline. Exactly. You know, like doing that. So, yeah. And, you know, the point is, I think, is just to be yourself, yeah. be consistent, yeah. always be hungry, always want to learn as well. Because that's what a lot of people forget. Yeah, yeah. They think they know it all. Yeah, yeah. And they won't bother to look at what's going on and blah, 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 and this, that, and the next. Or how can they learn, like, say, say for instance, you get to the stage where you've had a good five, ten year run. Yeah. And you start to sit down with younger producers or DJs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can learn from them. Always. But I always say this. Everyone's got something to learn from someone. Always. If someone's doing better music. than me and they're, I feel not as talented as me or other people, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, right, what are they doing to be in that position? Exactly. What are they doing? So let me see what they're doing and let me learn from them. Exactly. And I don't ever hate on any other DJs or no. anything. I used to years ago. Yeah. Of course, my attitude was fuck every other DJ. <laughs> yeah. I'm better than you. Yeah. Or I know I'm better than yeah. you. If I'm not, I think I am. Yeah. But then I thought, that's not going to help anything, man. How's that going to do anything for me nah. or for anyone else? No. Nah. So like now I try to help as many people as I can. Like mm-hmm. an, another example, one of my um, friends, he just tweeted me saying, yo, I need your set list from Boiler Room. Mm. How many people would be like, nah, you can't have it. Yeah. I've, I'm going to prepare a zip and send it straight over to yeah. him. You know, and just be like, yo, take it. Because yeah. like I said, some of the music was from the label or as my friends. I want people of course, to play it and do it, you know, because I, you can't do it like how I did it. Exactly. You're not going to play like how I played no it. Way. You're not going to no mix way. the same order. You're not going to scratch like I did. Exactly. And you're not going to, exactly. you know, and sometimes it's not, even, you could play the exact same set, mm-hmm. but the fact is you're not going to be jumping around like an idiot, like I was a Buddha room exactly. and having a good time. Because if people look at me dancing and mm-hmm. jumping about, you're like, man, this guy's feeling it. Mm-hmm. We should do it too. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You're right. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think that's definitely one of the best things that you said, though. obviously nothing against anything else you said, but that makes so much sense that you're right. No. You have to be yourself. Absolutely. And, and don't try to copy other people because it's yeah. not a long-term goal. It's not a long-term gain, sorry. Nah, not at all. Yeah. Like if you're looking, and this is, you know, me and you have had this, uh, had similar discussions over time, but we've said about longevity. People don't think about longevity. It's cool. You know, people think, oh, yeah, I'll get a two-year run out of music. I'll get some publishing yeah. checks. Boom, I'll be sorted for life. You'll probably go and, you'll probably go and do a Scott Storch on that, spend it all on cocaine, <laughs> yeah. and then be in debt. But let me, tell you, let me say this, though. What about, I know people say, say true to your sound, but what about evolving your sound? How do you feel about that? Because when you look at, like, say, Timberland, yeah. how he's evolved yeah. over time, yeah. you know, is that something that people should consider? Or do you feel like it's something that you should just do and if it naturally happens... You just go with it. I think that there's always, um, there's always uh, in commercial music, there's always a commercial consideration to make. Very true. Right? So, so just quick, just before you carry yeah. on. So for example, say like mustard, like if yeah. people want an R&B track, would you say that's like the standard that you should judge it by? Because everybody wants that kind of sound now because that's what's big right now. That's what radio wants to play. Or yeah. Urban DJs want to play. So 
if I came out with like an 85 BPM mm. kind of, I don't know, jazz influence kind of whatever. But then again, I say that, but then look at Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah. He came out of somewhere and he, he he made all these young kids, red wine drinking, incense lighting, <laughs> you know, kind of, you know, jazz aficionados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you true. Know. It's true. Um, I think personally, if you are led in that direction, mm. like naturally, as in, oh, I'm really feeling... Um, DJ Mustard's beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll throw in a little influence from him or whatever. Right. Then I think that's cool. When it's like, it's about being genuine. I think, I think that's the thing. I think, and yeah. If you genuinely don't like that, it's then, like putting on like glasses that don't suit you or fit. So you're basically saying that if you did that short term, it'd be okay. It but probably would because like, gonna... because if you're talking commercial music, you know, people want, they'll ask DJ Mustard to make the same beat 10 times because yeah. they know it worked the first time round. Yeah, 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 you know exactly, I mean? yeah, exactly. So, and, and you know, whether he does that or not, that's up to him. Yeah. But, I mean, like, for instance, like, I know we keep talking about him, but Pharrell said he didn't want to make the same kind of beat twice. Yeah, yeah. Because that wasn't him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, I think, um, uh, important to choose where you kind of fit in that if you're naturally led that way, for instance, to, uh, you know, take some of mustard sounds or si similar st style sounds, cause you genuinely like it, then cool, put it in and, mm. you know, make it happen. But if you are, if you are like, you know what? Um, I'm really feeling some, I'm really feeling some jazz right now. So let me get Robert Glasper on my album. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Layla Hathaway and George Clinton for the P funk and blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh, do you know what I mean? I think it's like, as long as it's a genuine thing that you're doing, it will um, permeate everything else. So, for example, if people are listening to Kendrick and they're mm. like, we want to do jazz, 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 jazz. <laughs> jazz kind of stuff. Yeah. Then if people do it because it sounds hot, do you think that's the way to go? Or do you think it's like, if they're genuinely kind of like, yo, this is sick. I really like this. I want to explore more and more into this. Mm. Let me play more stuff and get into it. Mm. Like where, how do you know if they're being genuine? Well, I guess you don't know if they're being genuine. Do you? No, you don't. I but guess you're saying be true to yourself. I tell you yourself, what the funniest thing is though, but with something like jazz, for instance, if you said, I want to make an album like, uh, or my, I want to make a track like, um, you know, um, uh, this dick ain't free or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be able to do that because it takes a lot of training to play the piano like that. Oh yeah, of course. And but, to play all but, of those But people might just YouTube something and just be like, yeah, yeah cool. You know, That's, but then I, I guess you're just saying, just be genuine to what makes you happy and what yeah. you like. And then yeah. everything else will come from there, I guess. A hundred percent. And I guess practice. Practice a hundred and twenty percent. Practice and also learn always. Yeah. Because like, um, Pra practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah, ver yeah, very true. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. And yeah. we've talked about this as well. Like, yeah. you know, when you was telling me about <laughs> practicing Street Fighter and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. there's a way that you train. Yeah, of course. And like, it's not point clever practicing 10, 12 at combos if you can't pull them off in a game. Exactly. Practice getting out of a corner or practice being in a certain situation. Exactly. That you can get out because in tournaments you're not going to do that. Don't mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. So people sometimes practice. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you practice got, fundamentals, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because like, that just make got, you better as yeah. a musician. Yeah. But like, even if you're, even if you're a producer, like, um, learn how to mix your tracks better. Well, that's what we said before. Because I've played you so much music, and you're yeah. just like, yo, this is mixed horribly. Yeah. 
You yeah. Know? And obviously you and Rebecca, yeah. who's another musician, you know, yeah. she even she said the same thing, like, yo, this is mixed bad. Yeah. But people are like, this is amazing. I think I think the problem nowadays is people are very quick to jump on things and be like, yo, did you, let's read any SoundCloud comments. Mm-hmm. Change my life. Mm-hmm. This is I'm like, no, bro, it didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're just getting on you're you're gassed right now. Yeah. You're hype. So just take a listen properly. But then again, who the hell am I to say this yeah, to people? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, like, yeah. I can only I mean, say what like, I think. To be honest, this is, all of this is our opinion. Yeah, you don't have to like, listen to it. I mean, please, if you it. don't agree with it, write in the comments, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tweet either of us, why not? you know, at Complexion, Amir Music. Yeah. Just tweet and say, look, I didn't agree with this. Or just even ask, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Again, we're not anyone special. No. But, Amir, you're someone who's got a Grammy on the wall and you've worked with these amazing people. Yeah. I have a radio show, yeah. which has some decent numbers. Yeah, of you know? course, so man. Not, we know not we, too bad. We're doing something right. Yeah. So if we can help you, yeah. we want to help you. Yeah, like Because I want the next generation of musicians to do, I want someone to come along and do what I'm doing now mm-hmm. at the age of 22. That's what I mean. So and when they're 25, 26, 27, exactly. they're going to be surpassing what I'm exactly. achieving now. Exactly. And then they can hopefully help someone else out. Yeah. which just makes them even bigger. That's the whole thing. I'm not about kind of closing off and being like, yo, we're sick. You can't, you know, you, you can't get yeah, down oh, You me. can't touch us. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. about That's that rubbish, life, man. man. It's not about That's that life. You know, and I, I know a lot of people feel the same way I do. A lot of people don't. Yeah, but That's that. And, and you know, maybe we can, maybe we can talk about this on another show because I'm sure you've got experience and I have experience of people who are very kind of close-knit and cliquey and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we definitely need to talk about that. And people who think that giving someone an opportunity might hinder them somehow when really yeah we, yeah we have quite a lot we'll, of that actually we'll, we'll, we should talk about that yeah in the next well speaking podcast. of which how, what are we doing for time at the moment so we are hitting in terms of time I couldn't tell you because uh, we've done 25,000 I mean 2,589 bars <laughs> at 120 BPM according to logic <laughs> um, hold on one second let me find out what the time is <laughs> well no I think um what you were saying. Yeah, we're on two hours 26, man. No, we're not. Well, that's what it says. No, nah, there's no way two hours no, 26. No, but we started at one something, didn't Dude, we? there's no way this is two hours 26. It's lying then. It must be one hour 26. Yeah, it must be one hour 26. Okay. okay. So I think we'll leave it at that yeah, because, we'll um, we, we, you know, we don't want to leave it too, too long. But um, like I said, so going forward, I have got some pretty cool guests lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, some DJ friends of mine, mm-hmm. some producer friends, some management friends, mm-hmm. um, and even some random people. Just because... <laughs> just from the street. Yeah, from the street, yeah. No, I'm actually trying to line up a fireman. Wow. Yeah, just because talk about his experiences and stuff. He has had some really... Had a chat with him and he was telling me some really interesting things. And for me, it's like... Um, just having the motivation to keep doing things. Like, Who is this guy? You, I think you know him. Tino? No. Who? Someone else. I think it may be Tino. Are we talking Hansel West Tino? Which Hansel West Tino? But then it's not the same guy then. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What What do you mean Hansel West Tino? Is he lives in Hansel West. Well, he lives in Hansel East. Maybe it sounds like I'm thinking. Yeah, him. Joe's friend? Yeah. Jackie's husband? Yeah, Jackie's husband, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah Tino's a dude, man. <laughs> yeah, he's a dude. He'll... But that's the thing, he's a dude. But yeah. then what, when he told me about the stuff yeah, he's gone exactly. through, I, I know like, what you're talking about. I know shit, exactly man, like, what you're talking you know, about. So um, I want to, uh, I mean, the whole idea of this podcast is like, like I said, I think I know some really amazing people. Of course. And it's just about showcasing them because you never know. Because to be honest, man, like, thank you everyone who listened to the last podcast, by the yes, way. Yes, thank you so, so much. So many people are just like, Yo, it, the advice was amazing. Yeah. The, the stories and whatever. And I know we've kind of stayed away from that because it's not all about, well, that's why I called the first podcast name dropping. It's yeah, not all about that. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no. I feel like we've gone through things. Yeah. And we wanted to talk about them because we want other people to benefit from our mistakes or exactly. our experiences. Exactly. You know? So um, we've got loads of more things to talk about, obviously. Yeah, um, loads. 
But like I said, I'm lining up some great guests um, and I'm really excited to share them with you. And also, Mayor, you're going to be, I mean, you'll be here for the next couple of episodes anyway. Yeah, man. Like so whenever you need me, bro. We've got more things to talk about. And I, I promise you, we're going to try to do this a bit more consistently, which is the main word. Hey. So even if we try to do it like once a month, I think, I think mm. that's a good time to do it because mm-hmm. obviously with the radio show, the yeah. other stuff happening, you've got stuff doing yeah, as well. Exactly. Um, so in the meantime, if you don't listen to my show, you can catch me every Sunday, 10 to 12 midnight. Um, on uh, Westside 89.6 FM. That's GMT, by the way. GMT, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, also, my SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash complexion at Twitter. Uh, sorry, on Twitter is at complexion and Instagram and Snapchat is DJ complexion, all that. If you need any advice, if you want me to listen to music, email it over. Uh, me and Amir. Um, so on Twitter, you're Amir Music. Yeah. And you're not on Facebook? And, uh, well, you can, do, you can type in Facebook dot com forward slash Amir Music. Okay, that's your page. So that's my page. Okay, so some people well, might want to hear your You can probably message me via that. Okay, so well, people so, can do it yeah. if you need anything. And Twitter's obviously your most active and everything yeah. else is Amir Music, obviously. So yes. if you want to talk about anything, if you disagree with anything we've said, yeah. please just hit us up, let us know, man, yeah, because man. this is only our opinion and we're here I to mean, learn. Yeah, it's more than a two-way conversation. Yeah, man, of course, I want people to, like, you know, because the main thing is with, with this um, is I want it to kind of be like where people listen to this podcast, they want to be like, oh man, I want to talk about this. Because yeah. in all fairness, man, you know, if you're down to talk about things, we'll, we'll Skype some people in. Yeah. And you can talk to us as well. We can yeah. have like a group discussion, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for listening to Tea Party Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate and, it, man, Thank you as always. Thank you, bro. Uh, I hope this podcast uh, has enlightened you in some way. Hopefully. Um, and if not, we'll try again next time. Yeah, man, we've always got the other we are the other podcast. We've got more names three. to talk about. If you want us to keep dropping names, we've got, uh, we can do on, that. Man. That's, they, they that's, but, that's old. But that's some people, old hash. But some people want that though, innit? Some people just want us to say names. Yeah, Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, take care of yourselves. And like I said, I'm uh, Complexion and this has been... Amir Music. And uh, we'll be back next month, I think, right? Uh, yeah, if not sooner. Yeah, if not sooner. So Depends you, on the schedules. There you go. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Take care. See ya. Cool. Safe.